Good morning, everyone. I'd like to invite you to open up your Bibles to Psalm 81. Psalm 81 this morning as we continue our study of the Psalms. Now, Psalm 81 begins with a call to worship, even a call to worship that we saw uh, this morning. Uh, and it is rooted in the festival of booths, the festival of booths. Now, the festival of booths or the festival of tabernacles was an annual festival held in the fall of the year that commemorated the wilderness wanderings of the people of Israel. If you remember, the people of Israel were held captive in the land of Egypt. They called out to the Lord and the Lord delivered them. And then for 40 years, they wandered in the wilderness until they came into the land of Canaan. And while they were wandering in the wilderness, the Lord provided for them. He cared for them. And so to commemorate these wilderness wanderings, they would celebrate this festival. So you can see, if you look down at verses 1 through 3, they say, Sing aloud to God our strength, shout for joy to the God of Jacob, raise a song, sound the tambourine, the sweet lyre with the harp, blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon on our feast day. You see, Moses had warned the people that they were not to forget the Lord once they had entered the land of Canaan. And therefore, each year they were to commemorate the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness when they had to live in booths or tents and trust the Lord to care for all their needs. Now, as we continue in this psalm, we realize that not all is well in Israel. It is likely that this psalm was written when the people of Israel had once again found themselves in a time of need, in a time of bondage, not captive in Egypt, but captive in Babylon during the exile. And they need to be reminded that even as their forefathers had listened to the voice of the Lord in the wilderness, so too must they. Today, we need to be reminded of this truth as well. For we are in a time of great confusion and uncertainty. It seems that each day there is a new unthinkable hardship or struggle that we we encounter. What is happening at the national level with COVID, racial tensions, wildfires out west, political turmoil, seems to be playing itself out in our homes as well. We see rising divorce rates, domestic abuse, alcoholism, drug abuse, depression, suicide. They are all on the rise. And so as we walk through this wilderness that we call 2020, we need to listen to the voice of the Lord. It's enough to overwhelm and cause us to forget the voice of God in this time, but our psalm sees that we need to hear the voice of the Lord and so repeated several times is this call, listen to the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness. We can become confused and disoriented and therefore we need the voice of God to guide us through this time even as He guided the people from Egypt to the promised land through the wilderness. So hear now the word of the Lord, Psalm 81. Sing aloud to God our strength. 
Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. Raise a song. Sound the tambourine. The sweet lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon. At the full moon on our feast day. For it is a statute for Israel. A rule of the God of Jacob. He made it a decree in Joseph when he went out over the land of Egypt. I hear a language I had not known. I relieved your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, while I admonish you. O Israel, if you would but listen to me, there shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow down to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe towards Him and their fate would last forever. But He would feed you with the finest of the wheat and with honey from the rock. I would satisfy you. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Let us pray. Oh, Father God, we come to you now, Lord, and we hear the call from your word to listen to your voice. And so we pray, oh God, that you would give to us that which you call us to do, for we are so weak on our own. In our ears, Lord, are deaf to hear your voice unless you open them. Lord, we are blind to see unless you heal our eyes. We pray, O God, that by the power of your Spirit, that as your word is preached, that your people would hear your voice and that we would respond in faith. We pray it in Christ's holy name. Amen. So how do we hear the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness? Well, the first thing that we must do to hear the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness, as we see in our text, is that we must remember that the Lord has first heard our voice. That is, we must learn to trust the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness because He has heard our cries for salvation and has delivered us. Look down at verses 6 and 7 of your text. It says, I relieved your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called, and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. You see, the people of Israel, in the midst of their enslavement to Egypt, called out to the Lord for salvation, and the Lord answered their cries for relief. He heard their pleas, and he raised up Moses, set the ten or the twelve plagues upon the land, and led them out and delivered them from the army of Pharaoh on the shore of the Red Sea. As the Lord says to Moses, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings. 
have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey. You see, as the people of Israel traverse the difficult road from Egypt to Canaan, from slavery to a land flowing with milk and honey, they must pass through this difficult wilderness time. It's hard to trust when there's little water When there's nothing to eat and various armies are coming to attack you along the way. But the people of God need only remember the salvation that the Lord has won for them in Egypt to have faith and trust in his word in this time. All they need to do is remember that they cried to the Lord and the Lord indeed answered them and saved them. Would he save them from Egypt only to have them destroyed in the wilderness? And how much more do we who have received salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ have reason to listen to the voice of the Lord in the midst of our wilderness? For we are not merely in a physical bondage to Egypt. We have all been trapped spiritually in sin. We have been completely trapped and we are helpless because of our sin. This bondage is what we call total depravity. What total depravity means is that there is nothing within the human heart to which we can turn to save us from our sin. You see, some think that there is a bastion of goodness within the human mind. And man is able to reason himself towards salvation. He merely needs the facts of the gospel. And he could clearly see that it is true. Listen to the voice of God and follow after him. Others point to the human emotions. Man merely needs to see how much God loves him. And if he feels God's love, then he'll be able to believe the gospel and follow after God out of his bondage to sin. Or the greatest deception that has been foisted upon the church, that man's will is the one stronghold against the effects of sin. And all man needs to do is will for his salvation. He needs to choose to leave Egypt. And if the slaves in Egypt just would have chosen to do it, they could free themselves. But the reality is that there is nothing within us that can free us from our sin. It is wrong and it is deceptive to believe or to proclaim that there is anything within man that would choose salvation in Jesus Christ. There is nowhere that we could go. There are no resources. We were like the enslaved people of Israel. To use the language of the Apostle Paul, we are dead in the sins and trespasses in which we once walked. None is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good. No, not even one. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We are trapped in our sin. But here is the gospel. Here is the truth of salvation. For Paul says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. You see, in delivering His people from Egypt, a lamb was offered as an atoning sacrifice on the night of Passover. Each family who dwelt within a home covered in the blood of the lamb was spared the death of the firstborn. But this was a mere shadow 
of what was to come. It was a picture of what was to come in Jesus Christ. For He is the true Lamb of God, offered up as an atonement for sin. His blood was shed so that the chains of your bondage to sin would be broken, so that you would be free from death and given an eternal inheritance in heaven. And if you would hear the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness, you must remember that your salvation is the result of God saving you and not you saving yourself. You need to be reminded that you would have continued to bear the burden of your guilt unto eternity if God had not chosen to relieve your shoulder of that burden through His Son. In the wilderness, we can forget this reality. We get confused. We get disoriented. We feel like the Lord has abandoned us along the way. And so we begin to think, hey, I just need to look inward. I need to find direction and find the way that I should go. But when times get confusing, when things get hard, we need to remember that it is God who has saved us. It is God who has heard our pleas for help. And if you find yourself in a place where you need help, you need to call out to God. Because He alone can save. Even as Paul says in Romans chapter 8, He who did not spare His own Son but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? If you would hear the voice of the Lord in the wilderness, you must remember that He heard your voice and that He alone has saved you. Now more than ever, it seems, there are hundreds of voices that are seeking our attention. One digital marketing firm estimates that the average American is exposed to 4,000 to up to 10,000 brand advertisements a day. Yeah, you might think that that is a crazy overestimate. However, when you stop to think of the tsunami of commercials, print ads, brand labels, Facebook ads, Google ads, product placements. You begin to realize how quickly your exposure to all these different messages can add up. I mean, you think about it. Almost every shirt you wear says Nike or says Adidas. Your shoes, all the food in your pantry has brand labels telling you, buy this food. Wherever you go, there are advertisements all over the place. Every time you open up your phone, anytime there's an app that you open up, there is an advertisement, a voice saying, listen to me, follow me. Now, of course, we don't con- we're not consciously aware of all these messages. Because if we were, we would be completely overwhelmed. To survive, we have to filter out a majority of the messaging that is coming into our lives. But this means that we have to be very aware that we can easily miss the most important voices in our lives with so many other voices vying for our attention. And when you're in the midst of a hard time, in the midst of a wilderness, you are looking for direction. Which way should I go? Things are confusing. How should I proceed in life? You're seeking a voice that you can trust. Where will you find it? Will you find a voice that you can trust on Fox News or on CNN 
or in PBS, or in Facebook, or YouTube, or Twitter? Are there voices there that you're going to follow in the time of this confusion? They're all vying for our attention. What will you listen to? Here in Psalm 81, the Lord is calling upon His people to listen to His voice above all others. Look down at verses 8 through 10 and you will see how the Lord calls the people of Israel to listen to His voice exclusively. Hear, O my people, while I admonish you, O Israel, if you would but listen to me, there shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow down to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. These verses are a poetic restatement of the opening line of the Ten Commandments, which I know you are familiar with. Right? I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. I saved you. I brought you out of Egypt. You shall have no other gods before me. Listen to my voice alone. You see, to listen to the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness, we must dedicate to follow His voice alone. Focus is the art of knowing what to ignore and what to give your attention to. And when we enter a time of testing and trial, we often lose our focus. This is surely the case with Israel as they encountered hardships in the wilderness. When there was no water, they grumbled against the Lord. When there was a scarcity of food, they set their attention on the food that they had had in Egypt. And we read how they said, oh, the meat pots of Egypt and oh, the leeks, the leeks that we used to eat in Egypt. God, why have you brought us out here? We used to have an all you can eat buffet of meat pots. And now there's nothing. When they encountered hostile nations, they gave in to worshiping their false gods, such as Baal of Peor. But the Lord says, focus, people, focus. Look, I have delivered you from the Egyptians. I am bringing you into a land flowing with milk and honey. Don't get distracted by your fears. Don't get distracted by your doubts. Don't get distracted by your hunger and your thirst. Don't get distracted by the false gods of the nations. Ignore all of the distractions and focus your attention on me and my word. For I will provide for you. I will bring you safely through this time. And we need to hear this message today maybe more than ever. For we are such a gullible people. We will lose our focus and begin to think that there is somewhere else we can go to receive the words of life. We will follow a political movement and believe that through this political movement we will gain life. We'll follow an investment plan and think that we will gain life through gaining enough capital. We will follow an anonymous source on the internet that claims to know the workings of the shadow government. government. But more than ever, we need to focus our attention on the voice of God. We need to focus our attention on the kingdom that is coming. In Matthew 24, the Lord Jesus, teaching His disciples of the last days, warns them, Many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. Right? In these last days, there is going to be confusion. There is going to be doubt. And there will be voices that will arise and they will lead many astray. 
And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold, says the Lord Jesus Christ. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. There are many who are arising, claiming that they know the meaning of the events of our time. With no humility, claiming they know and understand all that is happening, and they will give you the answer of how you should proceed. But for those who follow Christ, the answer is not something new. For we, as those who have dedicated to follow the Lord, set our face like flint towards Christ, take up our cross daily, and we follow after our Lord and Master. Through this wilderness below, we trust Him to care for us. We trust Him to feed us, to give us drink, to give us life everlasting. You can't listen to two different voices, right? You cannot diversify the voices that you are listening to with the hopes that maybe if I follow a little bit of this advice and a little bit of this advice and a little bit of this advice, I'll get somewhere close to life. No, there is only one voice that will give you life in this world and it is the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in this time of uncertainty and confusion, you need to focus your attention on His Word. You need to focus your attention on what He is saying to you and follow His voice alone. You see, to hear the Lord's voice, you need to remember that it is He who has saved you. It is He who has heard your voice and delivered you from bondage. You need to focus on the Lord's voice alone. And third, you need to trust that He will provide the future grace that He has promised. That is, you need to look back on what He has done. He has saved you You need to focus on what He is doing now. He is leading you by His voice. And you need to trust in what He will do. Namely, that He will bring you to the land that He has promised you through Jesus Christ our Lord. Look at verses 13 through 16. Oh, that my people would listen to me. That Israel would walk in my ways. Right? Listen to my voice. Follow after me. Walk in my ways. For I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe towards Him and their fate would last forever. But He would feed you with the finest of wheat and with honey from the rock I would satisfy you. The Lord has promised the people of Israel that He would bring them out of the land of Egypt, that He would lead them through the wilderness, and that He would bring them into a land of great abundance. But when the people of Israel came to the edge of the promised land, as you may remember, they refused to enter. Though it was filled with great wealth and abundance, it was also filled with great and terrifying nations. If you remember, the twelve spies went into the land ahead of the people of Israel. They said, hey, God has promised us us this land. He said, it is a great land. Why don't we send some people to make sure that God wasn't lying to us? And ten of the spies came back and said, no way. We can't do it. They were filled with fear and not faith in the promises of the Lord. And you know what? They were right. It would have been foolhardy for Israel to try to enter the land of Canaan. 
The ten spies were correct. But they were missing one very important fact. The Lord had promised that He would bring them into this land. His voice had spoken this promise that He would subdue the people before them. He promised that if they would only believe, He would destroy their enemies and He would provide miraculously for them. All but two didn't trust the Lord though. Only Caleb and Joshua listened to the voice of the Lord and they said, let's take it. The Lord has promised us this land we cannot lose. Yes, there are great nations before us, but the Lord has made us greater promises. And so we cannot allow fear and doubt and confusion to take away our focus of what God has promised us. Therefore, let's take it. But the people of Israel rebelled and they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years as a result. The book of Hebrews warns us who follow Christ not to make the same mistake. We read in Hebrews chapter 3, which is rooted in this episode in the book of Numbers. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. The rebellion was the people unwilling to go into the land of promise. He says, don't harden your hearts like Israel did. On the day of testing in the wilderness where your fathers put me to the test. Don't be like them, says the Lord. And now the Lord has promised to his people not merely a strip of land on the shores of the Mediterranean Sea, but he has promised his people the whole world. For the gospel will go into all the world and then the end will come. And this is our hope. This is our trust in the midst of this wilderness. That we are pilgrims heading to a better land than the one that we currently reside within. We are pilgrims heading to a land that is better and one that is abiding. We are moving through this world to enter into a world where there is no more pain and there is no more sorrow. To put it plainly, if you would hear the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness... You must trust in His promise of the coming new heavens and new earth. You must trust in the promise of heaven through the Lord Jesus Christ. You must set your mind and your hope upon what is to come. For as you struggle with worry and doubt and fear, as you will, you must trust that you are going to a land where there is nothing to fear. When you're dealing with financial difficulty in these times, you need to remember that you're just passing through the wilderness. The Lord will take care of you, but you are going to a land of absolute abundance, a land where there is no lack and no need. When you are feeling lonely in this time of isolation, you need to trust the voice of the Lord that you are going to a land of great fellowship and joy, a land of communion with others and with our Lord. You are going to a place where God will dwell with man forever. When your body begins to give way and succumb to disease like cancer and like heart conditions or like age, 
You need to trust the voice of the Lord that promises that this is just a wilderness wandering. And one day you will receive a renewed body like that of our resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. A body that will never age. A body that will never get sick again. A body that will be filled with vitality and power unto eternity. And when you're filled with sorrow for the brokenness of this world, you must trust the voice of the Lord that tells us He will wipe away every tear and that He will make all that is wrong with this hurtful and unjust world come right again. He will undo all that is wrong and He will make it right and we will dwell with Him forever. If you would listen to the voice of the Lord in the midst of the wilderness, you must focus your attention on the destination, on where it is that we are going, and trust that He has provided such a land for His people. In John chapter 10, the Lord Jesus speaks of Himself as the Good Shepherd, the shepherd that leads His sheep through this wilderness time. As a shepherd, he must take his sheep through a wilderness of this world and bring them into good pasture. And therefore, he says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they will follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. In this time of hardship, in this time of wilderness, we need to hear the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. For as we follow Him through this desert below, He will lead us, He will hold us, and He will bring us to life everlasting. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come to you now through your Son, Jesus Christ, and through his blood that was shed on our behalf. We pray, O God, that you would lead us through this time of confusion. Give us focus on your voice and help us, O God, to know more deeply that we truly are pilgrims wandering through a foreign land, but that our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly bodies to be like His glorious body according to the power that even raised Him from the dead. And so we look to You in this time, O Lord. We set our mind on the things that are above, not the things that are below, believing that through the confusion and the mists of error that are all around us, that you will lead us safely home. We pray this in Christ's holy name. Amen.